There now follows a podcast from the Damien Jen World Service, here in London, as part of their Not Just Crew Destination Unknown season. This audio production has been produced in association with Air Support International Airways. Sometimes I write something and like in book one, there was a box left on her door, but I had no idea what was going to be in it. So then I just keep writing and I'm like, yeah, and I'm just like <laughs> leaving this box there and she's wondering what's in it. And in the end, I'm like, I'm going to, what is in the box? <laughs> yeah. That was author Katie Kay describing to me her method of putting a story together for her novels about the double lives of cabin crew on the fictional long haul airline Osprey. Katie became a writer after she had to leave her family behind on a long trip to the Caribbean. She was due to take them with her, but the flight suddenly went full and she became proactive in her understandable upsets and set about writing her first book after an idea she had on crew rest. Well, she was keen to stress that anyone can become a writer and I found her really inspirational in the way she put together her novels from concept right through to self-publishing both paperback and Kindle. Well, again, apologies for some of the uh, sound quality on this podcast. As we are in a period of uh, lockdown during COVID-19, this interview was recorded on a laptop using an internal microphone. Right, a, a very warm welcome uh, for my uh, guest today, uh, author Katie Kay, whose uh, debut uh, title, Because She Could, made uh, quite an impact. Uh, they were followed by t- uh, two others, uh, Under Grey Clouds and Without a Doubt. And she's currently uh, working on her fourth title. Okay, uh, Kelly herself has been uh, flying, and I hate to say it, for uh, over two decades for a, a major long haul airline. Well, Kelly, hello and uh, welcome. Uh, thanks for joining us today on the Not Just Crew. Um, I originally wanted to talk to you uh, in the uh, studio. Uh, on our YouTube channel, uh, but obviously during this uh, COVID-19 outbreak, uh, we're all staying at home, and uh, I couldn't hold out any longer, so here we are. Uh, I'm just wondering how it's affected you and how you're coping. I, don't, I know recently you've been on the BBC uh, Solent, but I do know you have a, uh, a very busy life. How yeah. are you doing it? Um, well, flying's pretty much minimal now, isn't it? So I have picked up a little care job um locally but I've got the kids at home they're working their way through their daily routine with their um their homeschooling as as it were um yeah just getting through one day at a time and hoping we come out the other end of it soon like everybody else I think how are you coping with the uh home homeschooling are you uh, are you quite a a strict Uh, teacher no no (laughs) I, I I pick my battles Trevor I think once the kids get past a certain age you just have to pick your battles I don't get them up early because they're both teenagers um it works better if I let them stay in bed and also that gives me time to write while the house is quiet in the mornings no, and of then, course. And then I let them get up about 10, 11 o'clock and they work their way through. To be honest, they've kind of gone past me being able to help them. Um, I'm just relying on their teachers to be teaching them because I wouldn't know. They, yeah, they've passed me in their yeah, education. I, I, I know that feeling. I've got three uh, teenage daughters of my own. And trying mm. to get them to do anything nowadays is, uh, is yeah. quite a, a challenge anyway. But anyway, uh, Katie, listen, you are my perfect example of uh, not just crew, uh, and it's because of the likes of you that these these uh, podcasts uh, exist. Um, 
Before I start talking to you about your books, how did you actually get into flying as cabin crew? Did you always wanted to do it or was no, it just a um, crew you just fell into? I was doing a computer programming degree at Southampton University and I was waitressing in a five-star local hotel and for extra money. And it was actually one of my customers that was staying in our hotel for a long period that offered me a job flying on a private jet based at Southampton Airport. And I <laughs> made that decision rightly or wrongly, don't know. Um, but it was just an opportunity of a lifetime and I was going to go off and fly on private jets. And I think after a year, I'd already decided that maybe computer programming while I could do it wasn't my dream job. So, yeah, and that was how I started flying. And so, so how did how did you tr- transition from say private jets into sort of a a major uh, long haul airline where you go say from five passengers to like nearly nearly four hundred? Yeah, um, so there's ups and downs of both. So Osprey Aviation, which was the company that gave me that job and operated the private jets, they unfortunately um, dissolved and weren't around anymore. And I went to my present airline um, because they were recruiting locally, but. This, I have gone back and done some private flying since and now I think I like the routine, I like a roster, I like the team on board rather than just it being me on a small aircraft with two passengers. I actually prefer yeah. the bigger planes, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no I, I agree with that. Honestly, there's something about being crew and I'm sure it's the same in the military as well. You literally get on with people within yeah. about 10 minutes. You're literally yeah. telling people, you've only met 10 minutes some things you haven't even yeah, told it's you, so, sort of friends of, of many years. Yeah, it's just so unique to crew, isn't it? And I don't think anybody else or any other industry is like it. So, yeah, the private jet flying, that might be for some people, but I love the crew thing, yeah. Yeah, no, no, so, so, same here. Anyway, your your um your first book, uh, Because She Could, mm. um, did you always uh, envision that just as a story in your head or was it always your goal and I must add, uh, almost a vision uh, that you want to turn it into a, uh, a physical book. No. So it was an idea on Crew Rest that I was just thinking about the amount of different characters that we meet as crew. And we do, as crew, quite often fit into certain types of crew um, on board. And that I could write books and they would be endless. But I had no ability or no, no knowledge of how to write a book. So it was only just an idea. It was never going to happen. Um, and then I ended up on a long Caribbean. I'd planned on taking my family. The flight suddenly went full and I left them all at Gatwick. And I, and then I'm in Mexico for five days and thought, do you know what? I'm just going to start doing it. And it's just going to be a hobby, a bit of a giggle. I wrote all my friends into it. And it was just amusing my, me to do it. But I never thought it would become a book. <laughs> it was just a hobby. Yeah, no, it's true. That's, well, at least you um, sort of found a way around it. It must have been really upsetting leaving your family behind. Yeah. Obviously, I, I know these trips. Yeah. Uh, I don't take <laughs> people that often away with me just, just because of the upset and yeah. the uh, stress it calls. Yeah. But I suppose you're, were, you, were, your children, um, were your children quite young then? Uh, so it's about four years ago, probably eight, eight and nine, seven yeah. and eight, something like that. Yeah, devastated because there have been 50 spare seats and then someone had broken, oh, gone no. tech and... And I'd picked up the trip for my days off in their summer holidays, and then I had to be away, so I was not happy. But I had to find something oh, to do <laughs> when I was yeah, there. Yeah, and, and 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 how how did they take it? Not well, no. <laughs> no, 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 I can, I can, I can imagine. Uh, had had the drama calmed down by the time you got home? Oh yeah, yeah, they were over it. They'd had dad had taken them off. They'd had quite a nice weekend in the end, and yeah, and I found a new get niche for myself while I was away so maybe things happen for a reason I don't know 
Well, I, th- I think many of us call it a uh, destiny. Anyway, go- going back to your book, and I sort of think you've already answered this question. I was going to ask you where the name uh, Osprey uh, came from. I was just wondering if you yeah. were a keen bird watcher or anything no, like that. No, just but to, I think you've explained yeah, it. Yeah, that's my old, my first flying job. Yeah, I just wanted to reincarnate that name. Yeah. Well, that name m- must have stuck with you. Obviously, yeah. you, you, you wanted to use it. Yeah, I did. So it's all. And are they still around now? No, no, that Spring? was why I left and um, why, why I joined the airline I'm with because they they were no longer, yeah. Yeah, I think they trade under a different name or something, but things were changed and it was time to move on. As as they always do in the aviation uh, yeah, industry, yeah. E- e- even as we, even as we uh, speak now. Yeah. Um, when you first, you said you had these, these ideas of, of writing and then you did it as a, a, a bit of a joke, a bit of an understatement, yeah. I think, because... Uh, but did you keep your ideas uh, of your book uh, from your colleagues and even your family? Uh, <laughs> no. And, um, or did you just tell everyone? Oh, I tell everyone and everything. You... And, yeah, maybe sometimes I've looked back and thought, maybe I should have just, yeah, maybe held back a bit. But I get swept along and tell everybody everything. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and did you, I mean, had you always toyed with the idea of, uh, of writing no. even before the actual idea came Never. Along? Never. I mean, I got an A, an a in English, um, GCSE, but no, I could always write a good text to somebody or a good email, but I don't think I actually even have great ability even now, but I can tell a good story. So, Oh, you have? I yeah. That's why you're and I can tell a good story. And actually what I found when I decided to look into it when I was on that Mexico trip was I was reading lots of blogs and authors that said you don't need to be able to write amazingly. Some people want that sort of book. Other people just want a good story. And I began the book to um, for crew to read. It was purely for other crew to read. And every time I did a flight, if I was, I always write down route. I would write my some of my crew into the into the books. <laughs> so it just became yeah, something yeah, yeah. for for the crew. Yeah, and that was my that is my audience. That's who I write them for. So. Yeah. So so when, when you um when you actually um start writing um do you find your sort of mind racing ahead and what i mean by that is halfway through writing your 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 first book did you already find that your second and third books were sort of already starting to progress in your head before your first book no uh, uh, (laughs) no (laughs) only purely because i can't let myself i i can own i'm not a multitasker and i can't let myself so i did write in book one suddenly have this idea but i just had to jot it down and leave it there i couldn't let that grow because i needed to concentrate on the story i was trying to i when i'm writing i don't always know what's going to happen so i really need to just be concentrating on one story at a time otherwise i might get a bit mixed up so before you decided to start, say on the uh, second book, did you did you actually wait for a public and friend reaction before you even started on others, or had you already decided, regardless of that, I, I'm I'm just definitely going to go ahead with? This? Oh yeah, I was just going to. I don't. Uh, yeah, no, I was always just going to go ahead with the second book. I I had never envisaged book two, three, four at the point I'm finished book one, but suddenly I had the second idea and was like, oh, I love that, and I've got to go and write it now. It becomes a, a habit that you can't break. It's like like motivation gets you started with the gym, and then you've got a habit. And write, writing yeah. is very much the same for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so when you um. When you wrote your next two titles, say Under Grey Clouds and Without a Doubt, um, do you feel your style changed and did your sort of confidence as a writer yeah. grow 
in, in, in the next yes, few times? Yes, 100%. I know I'm a better writer. And if you read the series, the first book, I read it and I'm kind of cringy about it. But I've also read loads of author blogs that have said we're all embarrassed about our first book. I feel like I've grown as a writer infinitely by book three and now going into book four. But it doesn't mean that the stories are any better. So, yeah, some people still prefer book oh, I'm sure, one. I'm sure that... Yeah. Well, talking of cringy, and uh, I don't mean to be, you said you would um, um, kindly, uh, and I don't want to embarrass you, you said you'll kindly read a passage uh, from your yeah. book. Uh, and, and what have you picked? Well, what, what book have you picked so for us, and why I've this decided one? I, I couldn't find a passage <laughs> that really gave the whole yeah. thing, so I think it would be better just to read the blurb on the back, which kind of gives you the idea of the story. But what I'm going to read is Under Grey Clouds, because I think the blurb on that one really is my favourite um, but every character is different so I, when people choose which book to read you don't have to read them in order it's wh- which character you really relate to that you want to read about yeah because they're yeah 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 well go go ahead and when I said cringe but well, <laughs> what I meant is it's it's always embarrassing yeah. reading your own I'm sure Shakespeare was, was the uh, same yeah. and, and Dickens so yeah uh, I'm going to treat it, it like a PA on an aircraft Trevor I'm just going to read oh it. absolutely yeah you, you go for it <laughs> okay so it's under grey clouds and this is the blurb on the back so Susan Kennedy doesn't need to feel guilty about anything whatever Susan Harrison does when she is away it's absolutely nothing to do with her Meet Susan Kennedy, the perfect model wife to her rich older husband and devoted mother to their children. But it's not easy being so perfect all of the time, and sometimes she just needs a little break to recharge her perfect batteries. So when Susan sets off to work as an international flight attendant, the one piece of luggage that she doesn't take is her wedding ring. Susan, Susan Harrison is still young, free and single with a string of adoring lovers from Miami to San Francisco just waiting for her plane to touch down as long as she keeps her two lives separated by at least an ocean what could possibly go wrong? When the blurring of the lines Ooh. that she has so carefully drawn threatens Susan Kennedy's perfect life will she succeed in keeping Susan Harrison a secret or will her second life come crashing down around her in one big crash landing? The end. <laughs> wow, wow. So, so how how do you go around uh, picking your characters? Obviously, you know, I've I've flown yeah. there, long haul as well, and there are some real, real uh, characters out yeah. there. I mean, what, one one of the things about this industry is we come from all Absolutely. social backgrounds, all from different areas of the country, and it's almost like being at um, uh, university, but actually sort of being paid for it. Um, mm-hmm. you, you really get out there. So, your 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 I mean. Have you come across characters like this? Do you know? No. And how much of it is actually fiction? No, the story's all fiction. Um, So with my books, I literally look for a type of character. So book one, she's the 26-year-old, really sweet, naive, lovely boyfriend. But she's worried about him when she's away, that he might be going astray. Um, This Susan, she's a slightly older and... But I've never met... I've never actually met a Susan. I've just heard stories. So... um, and book three, she's the Vegas girl, but she's also a single mum because we've everyone, like you said, everyone's in different backgrounds and is living different lives. Um, we fly with people that are married to millionaires and celebrities, don't we? Because they just love the job and they don't need the money. Yet, and we fly with the single mothers that are struggling, and this is their only source of income. So yeah, um, and that, yeah, that is sorry. I was just no, no. I was, I was just going to say that so, so, some of these characters. Um, 
I think a lot of us would love to see that as we, we love the um, public uh, civilian perception of it. But in yeah. reality, when I land, uh-huh. I'm knackered. Yeah, absolutely. I'm knackered. Sometimes I can make it down to, to the bar for a, a small sherry or a fruit juice or something like that. But I, I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit older than, than, than you. But even when I was young, I was never really, really going up for the uh, party side. I thought I would be. But in reality, yeah. I was just absolutely, absolutely knackered. But I think we do like to sell yeah. the idea of what the public thinks our job is is is, is really yeah. like. And I think over the three books, you'll really get a balanced view. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I so the stories are fiction. But when I write, I try to write a flight scene every few chapters because I know that the people reading my books want the flying scenes. So I send them to work and I put those in. They... Um, not necessarily things that have happened, but when I'm writing those, I'm like, oh, what can happen on this flight? <laughs> and I have to draw on my own yeah. experiences and what we go through every flight and, yeah, and try and think of something like the medical situation, the decompression, all of those sort of things. Yeah, so those are based on maybe things that have happened, but I've just made them a bit better, a bit more readable. Yeah. Well, well, there has to be. I mean, obviously, you have to have some fiction in there because if if you wrote a, a novel on what a typical fight <laughs> is really like, uh, you wouldn't get many no. readers. Oh, no. well, you know, they arrived at this glamorous hotel, um, did their nails, and called their boyfriend and went <laughs> exactly. to sleep. We're that, actually that so, no, read, we're really. quite boring, really, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but don't let them know that. And don't, don't I have to say, for so whatever I've written on the blurb of this book, I don't write any scenes like that. I, I will leave things at the door. I'm a mother. I can't bring myself to write those scenes. It might sound really juicy, but I well, leave it to your imagination. Some, yeah, sometimes these things are left in the, uh, yeah. in the imagination, which, which, if you've got a good imagination, can be, can be yeah. quite good, I imagine. <laughs> anyway, listen, take, take this for I know you're uh, currently writing a, uh, a yeah. book at the moment. I was just wondering how it's progressing and how has the uh, current COVID-19 crisis, has it helped or hindered your writing? And have you had to change the plot uh, to make it contemporary? And um, can, can you give us a, a, a bit of a, a, a brief Yeah, outline? so this one's a spin-off. It's not going to be part of the series, um, but it, it's around a character that's been a small character in each of the books. She's a bit of a larger-than-life, older, very glamorous um, flight manager. Um, and it's called Ditched, because Ditched is, in many sense of the words, Ditched. Ooh, but it yeah. is literally because the plane is going to ditch. <laughs> That nobody, I, yeah, nobody's going to die. It's not going to be horrific like that. It's more to do with her relationships with the people that she ends up in the raft with, from from oh, wow. as she calls him the twat in the hat because the captain does board in his hat <laughs> and take control of her raft to the baby and and so they end up in a um, survival situation. Again, I don't, I didn't want it to be dark, so it's not that bad. Um, but it will keep going back to her life before and how she's ended up the the spinster that she is um, because of all these things. And they all relate to the people in her raft that bring back these memories and, yeah, see what happens, how she bonds with those people. So that is um, how COVID-19 has affected me. Is, oh, I used to just go West Coast if I could and get a two-night layover in LA, get up early and write for 10 hours a day. Now I'm trying to squeeze in an hour here and there and I find it really hard to get my flow in an hour. It takes me two or three hours and then it's just like Jessica Fletcher on the keyboard, smoke coming out, but I don't get that time and I'm really struggling to, it was really flowing and now I'm quite struggling so I'm hoping for some layovers soon and 
Well, hopefully, hopefully they'll come soon. And what about for the future? Can you see a school play, perhaps? <laughs> and would you like? And would you like to see Osprey on the uh, on the silver screen with your with your yeah. name on there? Is, is that no, an ambition? Is that something you'd like really. to see? No, I modest? don't think that far ahead. You no. know, just one message from somebody saying that they've loved it makes my day. I don't really think big with it um but every day or every couple of days I'll get a message from somebody I was getting a barrage of photos that people were sending me um of them reading it on board and down route but obviously now with COVID-19 that's not happening so much but I've had messages in the last week from New Zealand Australia and um, from crew from wow. other airlines Air Alaska it's slowly through social media and it is a slow painful process <laughs> It's slowly starting to reach people, and that's what I want. I just want crew to read it, to especially in the situation now. I want it to yeah. cheer them up, and I've had crew saying thank you for writing that. It's really taken me back to the skies, and I've just been able to escape for a few hours, and that's what makes my day, rather than big screens. And well, well, that's that, that's having other crew. Um... Uh, approve of it is, is yeah. probably the biggest sort yeah. of approval you, you you can actually get it. I mean, it's what I know when the public read it, it's, yeah. it's always nice. Uh, but again, they're using imagination. These are people who really, yeah. really did a job, and it's a nice, it's a nice bit of uh, uh, respite there. Uh, especially if you, especially when they send you send you pictures, as you know, I sort of run a company uh, myself, and, and when I see people I've never never met um, or crew never met, and I see my airline yeah. tags. Um, on their baggage, honestly, yeah, you do. You get a real full of uh, uh, satisfaction uh, there. Uh, the other thing I was going to ask you, and you sort of touched on it briefly, um, as a writer, um, or as you, I mean, all writers are different. How do you discipline yourself? Uh, do you just write when you feel like it, or do you say to yourself, right, uh, I'm going to write from ten to say four p.m. Uh, and 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 the other thing is, as a creative. Um, do you always keep a, a notebook uh, at your side or beside your bed uh, yeah. just in case you have any ideas? Because sometimes when you're relaxing most, that's, that's yeah, when Yeah, I always have flow. a notebook with me. I don't use it that often. Um, I guess I haven't flown for so long, but when I'm flying, that'll be more when I'm quickly scribbling something down. My discipline was purely to write down route um, when I'm at home. Like I said, there's too many distractions. I just don't get that quiet time for long enough to be. Um, but if this goes on much longer... And um, the last couple of weeks, like I said, when the kids have been in bed, I, I have been getting up and making myself do a couple of hours a day. I might have to, yeah, just go forward that way if things don't go back to normal quite soon um, with nice layovers to do it on. Yeah, have to adapt. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I, th I think we all will. Like, I'm not sure if aviation's well foresee no. foreseeable future is going to go back to the way that we we, no. we were used to. Uh, and um, and and today I've. I've been working with other airlines as an NHS volunteer at Football Club, and we've been chatting to them, and um, they're they're um, they're just as terrified they're just as yeah. terrified as us. There were people from Norwegian BA, um, Ryan. It's, mm -hmm. it's really really quite 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 scary. Yet they were still out there volunteering. They still gave their yeah. time up. So they, they, you know, it's well, really really nice you. to meet them, and it really did lift. Oh, that's what it, it yeah. really did lift my spirits as well. Um, well, one final thing to that last question, and as an add-on. When you're writing, do you um, do you you've got 
have you got a rough idea of the whole story and do you plan your your chapters and what i mean by that is do you just solely concentrate on one chapter until that one's completed and then go into the next one or or do you think right i know what's going to happen in chapter nine not so sure what's going to happen in chapter three or do you just literally concentrate Uh, on one chapter no no to all of it i literally (laughs) so yeah, that's a short answer for one a long to three, I picked a character <laughs> and a dilemma. So the character for Susan, she's, yeah, well, I read you the blurb. And the dilemma is she needs to keep those two lives separate. And then I, start, I started writing. So all three of those books, I never knew what the ending was going to be. And actually, when I get to the end, I'm, I can't wait to find out. <laughs> I'm writing and I've got no idea what's going to happen. Um, book four very different because I need to have this backwards and forwards um it's the first book where I have done a story arc they call it and I have roughly put it out there but I've diverted from it I'm I haven't really stuck to it the whole way through but it's the only one where I have kind of known where I'm aiming because it needed more structure but no books one to three see what happens sometimes I write something and like in book one there was a box left on her door, but I had no idea what was going to be in it. So then I just keep writing and I'm like, yeah. And I'm just like <laughs> leaving this box there and she's wondering what's in it. And in the end, I'm like, I'm going to, what is in the box? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe, maybe it's your book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but then all of a sudden, and they're the moments <laughs> I love when I just wrote something and there it was. Then I found out yeah, what was in yeah. the box and I'm elated that Yay. I know what's in the box all of a sudden. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I, I, I would make your, your ditchings. I don't know where you've made it, but make sure it's somewhere nice and hot. The reason I say that is because they ever do make it into a screenplay. Uh, you, you oh, get to go no, I've nice made it in somewhere. North Hudson Bay. I'll be mosquito bitten and... <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to interview oh, flight deck for two flights trying to work out where I could do this ditching right. that there wouldn't be mass casualties yeah. but they wouldn't be found immediately so I had to really sort of get the maps yeah. out and decide oh, well, where this yeah. could happen <laughs> and why that's, uh, that's, and that's, why that's they well were ditched because normally you just land somewhere if you were able so why would they yeah, ditch why would they end yeah up? of course so yeah there was um, i did have to put some research not massive just a few long bus journeys of quizzing the pilots to work it out so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, oh believe me that, that yeah give out information as well so uh and I think they were probably very happy uh, you was taking such. Well, a, they became uh, the, they became the twat in the hat and the first <laughs> office. <laughs> like oh right, I know that. <laughs> no, I wonder if he knows that not. yet. I just chuckled when that was that's my character's thoughts, not mine. She's like, and I'm stuck here in the raft with the twat in the hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, see, I, I I can imagine that because automatically uh, they're one of. Yeah. Yeah. Going to take over control, uh, even if they're a bit injured. So, no. yeah, I, I and can, she yeah, I wants to be in control because see why she's done her SCP for all these years and she's yeah, the manager. So, it was just yeah. that's her thought about it, not me calling him that. He was just being the <laughs> but no, it just no, no. made me chuckle. Well, it might not even stay in the book on the final edit, it just made me chuckle. Well, this is why this is why they're yeah. uh, f- fictional uh, yeah. characters, anyway. Anyway, so, um, knowing what you know now. Um, and you probably know loads of crew would love to yep. r- r- write a book. How would you um, how would you instill the uh, confidence in, in others? Not, not not in fact in the case not even just crew, but anyone um, anyone out there who, who uh, 
I'm trying to figure how you put it. Who, who, what would you Any... say their people's biggest fear are about writing a book? Would it be friends' reaction, criticism, I say time? One blog that I'd read at the beginning said anyone can write a book. If you can write a letter, you can write a book. Your what you need to decide is why you're writing it. If you're writing it because you want it to be successful and make loads of money and then you have to be quite thick-skinned and you have to be good. You're going to have to be amazing um, because there's so much competition. Um, if you're like me and you just want to write it to entertain some friends, then just do it. Like, if you're not worried about, I don't make a fortune, maybe one day I will, but that's not what, what drives me to do it. It depends why, but anyone can do it and you can self-publish it through um, Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, well, this this is going to be my que- uh, next question to you. What what is the uh, what is the publishing formula? So how, write how your book. You um, I would suggest paying someone to proofread it. I do. Um, there's lots of great places you can make your own book covers, but I have someone who does mine. Um, then on Amazon Kindle Direct Publishing, it's called. You can just upload your book in a PDF so that it doesn't get distorted, and your cover. And they will print it to order. So the minute that you've that's approved, you upload those two things, that's approved, and you can order your book and it will be delivered to your house a couple of days later. And then people can order it on and get it. They can order it off of Amazon like they can any book. And they say like something like forty percent of bestsellers are now self-published. You, it's so hard to get a publisher. Mm, yeah. Some people choose, and I've sold thousands of my yeah. books now based on, and they're self-published. Uh, yeah. So, oh, I I actually think that's going to be the future for publishing. You know, I, yeah, I, but you I, need I really, to be able to market really it if you um, want to. So you you need. I had an all. I knew who I was writing it for, so I market it to crew and people who love flying. So if you want to make, yeah, you need to know your market. But you might just want to write a book and just have it physically in your own hands for you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it must it must mean. I mean, I know I mentioned this earlier, but it must be. Actually, to see your, your name <laughs> in the book must feel Yeah, especially because with me, it's my married name. Absolutely I've been embarrassed of for over, over 15 years, and now it's, oh, yeah, it looks all right. Yeah, it looks all oh, right. Oh, it really works. <laughs> it, it does. No, no, it, it sounds but like for years, was, uh, destiny stu- for you to see that. I stuck te- with te- my maiden name for so long because I thought it sounded ridiculous. <laughs> but, yeah. No, and um, and so um, your books, your your titles that they're available in the um, at the moment they're in Kindle or... and paperback um, because I've tied into Kindle Unlimited, which is one of these things where you pay ten pounds a month and then people can read my books and that it does really they do really well on there. So um, occasionally I come out of that oh, three month contract at a time and I'll pop it onto iBooks, um, Barnes and Noble, Nook and all of those, but they don't do so well on there as they do on Kindle, so I tend to just leave it. But you can download the Kindle app, you don't have to have a Kindle, you can just download them onto the Kindle app, so yeah, they are. I won't, I won't, well, that, that makes it easier, I think it's the same with our uh, S&P yeah. uh, manuals as well. Now. Exactly, we those well, they, they are available on paperback uh, as well, Kindles. you can buy the paperbacks obviously off of Amazon. Yep. Well, I must admit, I, I am still a lover of, uh, yeah. of, of a physical book. Um, my wife's very much into the uh, Kindles, but I'm, I, I can't get used to them. I must admit, I like having a physical book. And I know the Kindles can hold 100 books, but yeah, I don't care. I just like to have a physical one. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, you, again, you did mention this earlier, but I just wanted to confirm it for the uh, listeners. You said your, your, um, your, your books uh, don't have to be read in order. And the reason I say that, I sort of, 
belong part of a, a, a book club, no membership required. And all you do is read a book, and as soon as you finish it, you leave it mm-hmm. for somebody else to pick up and hopefully to read. So I just want to confirm to everyone. Your, your, they your don't have don't to be. Have to if be, you don't uh, fancy book one, it wouldn't matter. There's nothing that depends on having read the others. The only thing is, if you did read them in order, by book three, you will recognise a couple of the people from before. That is all. But they don't... If you just fancy the slightly juicier book or... You don't need to read them in order, no. And, and um, uh, uh, one sort of uh, last uh, question before we sort of uh, wrap up. When when you're writing, do you think as that character? Are you are you, uh, are you writing as the no, first person? Um, yeah, or, yeah. No, I think as that character. You, no. Like my reference to what she said about the captain, I wouldn't think like that. But maybe it's my thoughts that are subconscious. Maybe we. I've read another blog where it said each one of us has like a hundred different characters inside us. So yeah, maybe they're all inside yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Okay, and and if and if um, as you know, we get lots of uh, major uh, film uh, producers listening to this uh, podcast. If they wanted to contact you, what would be the? I've got uh, a best website. It's just that? very very basic, but that's kaylekwrites dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Instagram, which is kaylekwrites again, and a Facebook page, Novels by Kaylee K. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, <laughs> any of those. Well, what we do, we'll put those down in the uh, uh, description uh, at the bottom of this, uh, uh, this this podcast. But what can I say, Katie uh, Kate, it's been a too. real pleasure in speaking to you. And hopefully, and hopefully you'll join us in the uh, studio. Not until uh, once all this, yeah, when uh, the hairdressers are open again and I can get my nails done. I'm not coming anywhere near a camera in the meantime. <laughs> oh, well, do you know what? Not, not that I'm worried about my nails, but my hair has never <laughs> ever been this long. On, on, honestly, uh, my, my hair is usually uh, typical sort of blokes, but longer on top, yeah. short. So it, it is long. I feel like somebody <laughs> out of the Manchester fashion scene, you know, uh, ha- Happy mm. Mondays. Honestly, it's really, really, really long, and it's taken a lot more um, yeah. uh, hair gel than it than it than it used to. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Thank but no, you. it's been a real pleasure. Speak to you, but yeah, please come and join us here. And uh, what can oh, I say? Very Kelly, Kelly, thank you very much, right, and we'll bye. speak to you again bye. soon. Thank you. Please contact us at hello you at notjustcrew.me.